This is the Toasted Sister Podcast. I'm Andy Murphy. In this episode, I follow two Albuquerque local native chefs through 505 food fights. They'll explain what that is later, but it's like the Food Network show Chopped, where the audience gets to hang out and be in the kitchen with the chefs. It's a lot of fun, and it gets a little bit loud because people are talking and drinking, and they're having a really good time. I'll get into this episode in just a bit, but I want to let you know about a couple of things. I've been busy planning things for Toasted Sister because I want this show to sound even better. So bear with me, I'm going to start taking a little more time to produce these episodes. I am so optimistic about the future of this podcast, and soon I'll announce a really cool project. In the meantime, check out the other 51 episodes in the archive. Also, if you're going to be in Santa Fe at the International Association of Culinary Professionals Conference, say hi when you see me there. That's May 17 and 18. And if you like the work I'm doing here, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It really helps get the word out about this podcast. And you can also support by purchasing a Toasted Sister coffee cup from the website, which is ToastedSisterPodcast.com. Or you can wait for me to finally go public with my Patreon page. It is coming, I promise. And last thing, thank you so much for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. I'm Andy Murphy from the Navajo Nation, and this show is all about Native American food. And if you've been hanging around for a while, thank you for taking the time to learn about Native food. I hope you're thinking more about food and culture, and you are inspired. So thank you for your support. Now, it's showtime. Diné chef Josh Nez was one of 16 local chefs in the tournament. He was on episode 36. So we're at uh, High Point Grill, and I'm sitting with Josh Nez here at the end of the bar. Hey, Josh, what what are you thinking about? You feel good? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm excited, and I'm, like, nervous, and I'm, like, ready, and I'm, like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I'm going to kill it, yeah. You've, you've seen this battle before with uh, other chefs. I mean, what, what are you kind of expecting when you get in there in the kitchen? I think like a lot of pressure maybe because it's like everybody's going to be like watching me. Everybody's going to be around me. And um, But other than that, I just do my thing, just cook. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, like you say, that's what you do. Um, you guys are rushing around in the back anyways. Um, tell me about how, how fast you guys are working in the back. Uh, it's kind of like pretty fast because like your mind is going and you're like, how, how am I going to cook this dish? Do I have the pan? Do I need? Do I have the ingredients around me? Do I got to go look for it? And do I got to like, if, if I don't have it, then what am I going to, what am I going to use to substitute it with? It's yeah, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of pressure, but it's kind of, it's like, kind of like a walk in the park because I've done it like every day. So it's kind of, this is another day yeah, in the kitchen. <laughs> Chef Mike White hosted the event at his restaurant, High Point Grill. He's a 2018 New Mexico Restaurant Association Chef of the Year. 505 Food Fights, Week 5. Thank you guys all for coming out. We've got a great show tonight. 
Everything we're doing is for charity. Tonight's charity, St. Felix Food Pantry. Every single dollar we raise going straight to them, 100%. And we will be auctioning off a seat at the judges' table. Both chefs will be producing two dishes today each, so you're going to have a chance to try four different dishes for one donation at the judges' table here. Now, without further ado, let's introduce our chefs today. Representing Pueblo Harvest, we have Chef Josh Nez. And representing ABQ BBQ, we have Chef John Young. What these chefs are about to do is a little head-to-head -head style competition. What they're going to have is three secret ingredients here underneath of this tablecloth. They're going to have to use those secret ingredients to make two different dishes in under 70 minutes. Their first dish comes out at the 45 minute mark, their second dish out at the 70 minute mark. They're going to be as creative as possible because they have 50 points to earn, 20 for taste, 15 for plating, and 15 for original use of these secret ingredients. You guys ready to see what these ingredients are? Yeah! I don't think my mic reaches, so I'm just going to start yelling. Give me the lift out, Mike. What's that? Oh, you don't need them for this. Your very first ingredient is a nice, uh, subtle Roquefort cheese. Beautiful. If anybody's had this before, it's, uh, you'll smell it in a second. <laughs> our second ingredient, let's go for our protein. Because these guys love their proteins. You like that meat? Yes! Yes! So this is their third secret ingredient here, is this half dozen. Uh, there's, a, there, there's a cookie monster donut in here. Uh, Reese's Pieces, there's a jalapeno donut in here. Woo! I don't know, but... I'm gonna need this. What do you think about the spam on the secret ingredient list? I've always had spam, but the only thing I've had spam with was for breakfast. Never had it with anything else, so... I, I, like, breakfast, like, spam's always been like a breakfast thing to me, so... Bacon, eggs, and spam, and... Bam, yeah. <laughs> but so I'm gonna do something similar to that. I'm gonna do something similar to that with those donuts. I never had a, I never had one with a donut. So Josh fried some thin slices of carrot, and then sliced a few of the donuts in half and toasted them on the grill. I took a few photos, and you can see some of them on the website. I also met with Chef Lawrence Garcia. I missed his battle the other week, which he won, and I got to sit down with him for a few minutes while Josh continued in the kitchen. Uh, my name is uh, Chef Lawrence Garcia. I am the executive chef at uh, Sky City Casino. And I am a Pueblo tribal member, so I'm Akama. All right, how long have you been cooking? Um, I've been cooking, it's probably going to be about 19 years since coming August, you know, so uh, I probably held every title that's, you know, been in the kitchen as far as, you know, uh, line cooking, prep cook, saucier, production chef, uh, kitchen supervisor, kitchen manager. Uh, sous chef, I held the title for quite a long time and uh, got bumped up to executive uh, sous chef at a few casinos and uh, 
you know, had that title for quite a bit too, and uh, finally got the opportunity to, you know, hold a title as an executive chef. So, what turned you on to food? Uh, food, I guess, you know, just, um, you know, playing around with it, and just, you know, I was in the military, so, you know, we used to get MREs. You know, we're out there in the field, and. Uh, we used to just kind of like <laughs> slap a lot of stuff together, like, you know, mix things together and, um, you know, try to make something, you know, uh, wholesome and humble, you know. But uh, it takes me back to there and just, you know, just trying to, you know, be creative, you know. So it's uh, it's fun, I guess. <laughs> All right. So your battle here at 505 Food Fights was about a month ago. Uh, tell me about the secret ingredients and the dishes that you cooked. Um, so the secret ingredients was kind of a, a, a little mind-blowing. It was uh, the first one they came up with uh, was with uh, Hershey Kisses, you know, chocolate. And uh, I stood there, kind of threw a smile on my face. I'm like, okay, you know, I can work with that. Um, the protein, you know, was uh, barramunda, which is a thin white fish, you know, which is also a challenge in a lot of kitchens, you know. Um, and the third ingredient really uh, kind of took me for a twist when uh, they pulled it out of the bag and it was uh, green chili wine. They did the countdown and I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, what can I do? You know, so um, the first thing that came to mind was uh, fish and grits. You know, so took some grits and, you know, uh, infused it with the red chili wine. Um, I took the chocolate, double boiled it, you know, let it do its thing added some green chili wine, kind of turned into a hard ball, which is what, you know, what I was kind of looking for, and um, added some milk, and then, and then I added some more wine into it, so it kind of, and it was like a, like a sweet, savory kind of flavor. Um, I took the grits, you know, and I used butter, I used milk, cooked it down, you know, and then I uh, seasoned the uh, barramunda with, uh, with Cajun and uh, a little bit of uh, lemon pepper, you know, so um, let it sit in the flour, Looked nice and white, you know, did a little crisp on it and, uh, you know, and I had fish and grits, you know, and I topped it off with a little bit of fresh basil. It was uh, it was a little bit of a challenge, but as I was working in with um, the ingredients, I uh, took some of the belly fat off the fish and I started throwing it in some hot water. So I'm like, OK, well, let me make some fish stock. You know, what can I do? What can I do? Um, didn't take me that much, you know, didn't take that long to put the fish dish out and um uh, kind of blew everybody away and they're like first dish is coming out you know and I kind of you know stunned myself a little bit <laughs> but as I was working the first dish I already kind of knew what I was going to do with the second dish uh, Chef Randy Tapio from Santa Fe was who I went up against and uh, he brought some uh, picante uh, chili powder so uh, if another uh, contestant brings another ingredient you're allowed to use it so I took some of that with a little bit of garlic salt tossed it on top of the uh, the barramunda, and then they have a pizza oven. Put the barramunda in the pizza oven, and uh, Chef Mike White had some uh, microgreens. So I took the green chili, infused it with the microgreens, put that on the plate. You know the barramunda on top, and then I used the first dish, threw it all in the pot with the leftover fish belly, and I pureed it, and I made a, uh, a fish and grits puree with the first dish. It's just you know thinking and. <laughs> trying to, you know, figure out what you're going to do, you know, and uh, I mean, time is, you know, you got to beat time, you know, uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, I mean, everybody here, you know, I mean, it's a challenge for everybody, but uh, 
um, we as chefs, you know, uh, we come together and this is kind of like, I guess you could say, our, our fun playing time. I've gotten to meet a couple of, you know, really great chefs here from different venues and uh, I'm all friends with them on Facebook. And, you know, we kind of, you know, feed off and grow, grow off of each other as far as, you know, where we've been, where we have gotten to where we've gotten. And uh, we always commend each other. Uh, Chef Mike White, really great guy, you know, really into, you know, doing charity. And this is what it's for. You know, it's, every event is just about charity. Every dollar that comes into this, you know, his restaurant, High Point Grill, it's all for charity. Of course, as chefs, again, you know, we have our own venues. We have our own uh, places that we have to take care of. Like for myself, I mean, being the executive uh, chef at uh, Sky City, I mean, my plate's full every day. Uh, I'm, I'm there working 12 to 16 hours a day. I never leave, you know, not knowing that, you know, my kitchen and my staff are going to be okay. Coming down here, you know, after a long day of being on your feet and working with your crew, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's relaxing, it's fun, and you watch, you know, these guys come in here and uh, be creative with the secret ingredients, you know, so, and I commend everybody on it, you know, so it's just a blessing, you know, to be a part of something, you know, to, to get back to the community. Being at back at Sky City, you know, that's my own stomping grounds. You know, I'm hoping that in the near future, here in about two, three months, that I'm able to get back to, you know, my people plus the community that's built around it, you know, and kind of give them an eye appealing of, you know, like what's going on here in Albuquerque in the 505. Uh, what does it mean for you to showcase yourself here as a native chef? Um, you know, tell everybody and show everybody, like, hey, I'm a native chef, I'm here, and let me do my thing. You know, I mean, not going to culinary school and just getting into this uh, industry and, you know, working my way up and, um, you know, holding every title that, you know, every kitchen, you know, can throw at you. Um, working under, you know, some really great, talented chefs. Everybody had their own different style of cooking, uh, different style of technique. Um, of course, you know, I got bashed, you know, growing up in the kitchen as far as, you know, you didn't do this right and, you know, you added too much of this, you know. And you will see... Um, chefs get upset with you and make you start all over for me i mean i i didn't take it seriously you know i took it as a lesson taught um and all i did was you know everything that i was taught in every kitchen that i worked at under every chef i mean i took it and make, made it my own like i said gr growing up in this business you know you get hot-headed but <laughs> you learn to, you know, back off and you learn, you know, to understand, you know, people. Because at the end of the day, they're people. You know, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Um, I've just learned to, you know, the, to groom my cooks, teach them, show them, take time out to, you know, to make them, you know, to move forward in this, you know, to, to uh, earn a, a different position in the kitchen and to get where I'm at. You know, I can honestly say that I worked hard to get where I'm at, you know, and it's a blessing to to you know where the title executive chef and being native american i mean it's big you know i mean i don't know how many native american chefs are out there doing what i do and being a part of something like this you know it's it's a blessing you know it really is you know and i and i really you know it's an honor to just be a part of it and it's also an honor just to be back home like i said back in my own you know my backyard and i'm hoping to you know introduce everybody in that area what kind of chef I am, you know, because I literally came out here and threw myself out there and made myself, you know, who I am today, you know, so it's, 
it's a lot of fun, you know, and, and the road doesn't, doesn't stop here for me. We've got the closest battle we've had yet. We have a split decision winner by one point. We have a split decision by one point. Where's our chefs out here? Where's our chefs out here? We got a winner by one point, and our winner tonight from ABQ BBQ is So Josh didn't make it any further in the tournament, but Lawrence was still in there in the quarterfinals against Chef Tracy Lynn Johnson from Creamery 505. The secret ingredients for this battle were papaya, chicken innards and chicken feet and gancitos, which is like a Mexican snack cake. Here's Chef Garcia. I'm gonna just make a little uh, finger uh, finger appetizer. So I'm gonna use this as my crostini, and then I'm gonna I might chop that up or I might chop this up. I don't know yet. That's the fried chicken hearts and then the papaya. Yeah, that's the hearts, the papaya, and then the uh, the uh, Mexican um, what are they called? Cupcakes or Twinkies. These are pretty uh, pretty sweet. Have you ever have you ever used um, chicken parts like this before? No, no. So small stuff like that. Usually, you know, we boil it down. And, you know, we make a, you know, get the basis for, uh, you know, your uh, like beef, chicken. Um, what do you call it? your? Uh, I can't even think right now. <laughs> your basis for you know soup sauces and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel confident. You know, I mean, um, like I was telling you before, uh, when you get thrown back there, you see the ingredients, you get a little like, oh shoot, you know, uh, you get a brain fart. <laughs> you know, and then when you have people, you know, around you talking to you, asking you what you're making, it's kind of hard to explain because you know you, you can have like anywhere from five to six different ingredients going on in your head. You know, but. Um, me, I just kind of, you know, kind of relax and I put pressure on myself, you know, so to to push it out in a timely manner. But, you know, with using, you know, all the uh, secret ingredients, um, enhancing flavors, you know, and uh, just using, you know, what uh, Chef Mike has back there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, talk to me about that second dish. What What's all in that second dish? So the second dish uh, is uh, the chick chicken gizzards. I sauteed them off with some wine, a little bit of salt, pepper. Uh, right when they started turning brown, I threw in the red onion, you know, kind of enhanced a little bit more flavor. Um, and then from there, you know, I removed it from the heat. And then I took the first dish, the papaya puree, you know, which I infused with milk and uh, brown sugar. And I added it in the pasta, you know, but I also threw in the the cupcakes in there as well. So it gave it a, a sweet flavor. And if you taste it, it, it kind of tastes like a sweet yam. Sweet yam. So, and then I used the uh, chickens for, the, for decoration. <laughs> but I saw they were eating it, so that's a plus. Yeah, have you, yeah, have you ever uh, eaten a chicken foot like that before? I did when I was stationed out in Korea. You know, their whole style like they throw everything on the fire. So it was, uh, I ate the whole thing. <laughs> I ate the whole thing. So, um, yeah, well, you know, we'll see what happens. It's all for charity, no matter what.
This battle seemed to go by really fast, and I was able to taste the papaya sauce he made, and it was savory and a little sweet at the same time without being too fruity. And then it was time. After 70 minutes of battle, four awesome dishes came out. But at the end of 70 minutes, we do have a winner. And our winner tonight from Creamery 505 is Tracy Lynn Johnson. It is what it is, you know. I mean, it's it's what you do. It's you know how they vote it, whatever you know. So, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. <laughs> what? Um, so this is all for charity. Um, it's all for you know getting together with the local chefs here in Albuquerque. What do you hope you showed everybody? It's the uh, the effort and the time that we put in, you know, to come down here and you know and showcase our cooking style or you know the secret ingredients. You know, I mean, it's always a challenge, you know, but it's uh, it's always it's to me, it's a lot of fun, you know, win or lose. It don't matter. I mean, you know, I would like to win and keep moving on. But I mean, the, you know, there's there's always other competitions, you know, I mean, it don't it don't stop here. It never does for any of us. I don't think, you know, but uh, it's always a lot of fun, always a lot of fun, you know. So I commend, you know, Stacy on her on her dishes. I mean, you know, it's it's always a challenge. You never know, you know, who's going to do what. You know, but I'm good with it, and I'm and I'm happy. <laughs> what's um What's one lesson you learned from being in this competition? You never underestimate your your opponent, whether they're a pastry chef or a line cook or any kind of you know sous chef or whatever. I mean, you you never underestimate anybody. Everybody out there has talent. Everybody you know has their own uh, style of cooking. You know, and um, I mean, with our grandparents, our mothers, you know, our fathers, I mean, growing up, I mean, we, we watch how people cook. And if this is the life we choose, I mean, you know, we, we always remember that little secret ingredient that mom or grandma might have thrown in there just to, you know, kick that dish up just a little bit. <laughs> but I'm good with it. Congratulations. Thank you, Chef. Yep, no problem. No problem. Thank you, Chef. Yep. You did good. Thank you. You know, so, but uh, it's... You know what? It's still rewarding no matter what. You know, this is all for a cause. I mean, everybody that comes in here contributes that ten dollar. You know, at, at the at the door. You know, it, it goes to the need of you know you know people that are on the street or people that are hungry or that don't have no you know home or shelter. You know, so it's it's a, it's a plus. It's a plus. Look for 505 Food Fights on Facebook. Toasted Sister is supported by the Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation. It plays regularly on KCZY Radio. That's the Navajo Technical University's radio station in Crown Point, New Mexico. This podcast is also part of the weekly lineup on The River, R-I-V-R. Check out theriver.net to hear some contemporary Native music and Native radio shows like this one. They also have a River app. Again, that's R-I-V-R. And music was created for Toasted Sister by C.W. Ion. Check out this rockin' duo's Mississippi Hill Country Blues music on Bandcamp or at cwayon.com. That's c-w-a-y-o-n.com. Mm-hmm.